and welcome to episode 160, season 8, episode 5 of the Academically Ineligible podcast. I'm Andy, joined cross down by Andrew. Andy, this is this is Phil from Moogalooga. Uh, Nick Saban needs to retire. I thought it was Jim from Jasper, <laughs> Alabama there for a minute, but all right, Phil. <laughs> Who else think- we got on here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to try to do a voice. You're not going to do a bit. Oh, this is very disappointing. <laughs> Nick Saban is in over his head. The NIL and, and the transfers, he's lost it. And some some steers came in here and got him right up to pooper yesterday on a Saturday night there. Okay. All right. Thank, thanks for your uh, thanks for your commentary. I'll, uh, I'll uh, hang up and listen. Uh, thanks, sir. First time, long time. Roll time. Roll time. Tom, uh, I don't know where to go with that, but uh, welcome. For... Thanks. I'm not gonna. Let's not go anywhere with that. Let's yeah. just ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. Oh, hey, it I didn't just happen. joined the podcast. You guys start. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, Andrew. Yeah, there was. Uh, we had a caller on here. Oh, really? Did they use Google yeah. Voice on the call? Could you all yeah, I don't imagine know. if we ever, if we ever took callers. How many calls we would not get? It'd be, it'd be like <laughs> not get any. It'd be like Lane Kiffin's uh, variety thing. The oh, the no. uh, the nope. Uh, Coach, nope. Coach Kiffin's corner. <laughs> Kiffin's Crimson Corner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, all right. Let's start out by uh, talking about the polls. Uh, so, um, we, we have some some movement. In and out of the, actually not out of the top 10, but just movement within the top 10, I guess. Um, we got in the AP, we got Georgia first place, Michigan, uh, Florida State up by two to number three, Texas at number four up six places. We'll talk about that later. USC at number five, Ohio State down two places to six, uh, Penn State. Washington, Notre Dame, and Alabama down seven places to number 10. And in the coaches poll, we got, uh, let's see. Let me see if it's any different. Okay, yeah, it is different, so I actually have to read it. Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Ohio State at four in this one. Uh, USC, Texas, Penn State, Washington, Tennessee, and then Alabama. Who do we think Ooh, is getting the one game. vote to Michigan? <laughs> I was going to ask that same question. <laughs> it's Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's probably Kirby actually. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't want uh, uh, somebody was doubting him, right? Someone doubt us. We didn't even get all the first place votes. We didn't even get all of them. <laughs> Y'all gonna let this stand? Even filled it out. I don't think any of the actual coaches do, except for Jim Harbaugh. I think that he actually does it. <laughs> well, he does nothing else to do right now. Yeah, yeah he's got. Well, he's he uh, well he's coaching out. his kids uh, his kids games apparently. And of all the coaches, like he's the one that's paying attention to all the most games right now, so he's probably the most qualified to actually uh, make a make a rankings. Sure, um, Andrew, I think we need an update on the FPI, the oh only poll that matters. Boy, do we? It's a they, doozy this week. They got rid of the trend charts again. So last week they had a little trend if it went up or down, but this week my it's gone. screenshot has it. Okay, hold on, let me go there because it upsets me that they do that. See, mine doesn't. I took I'm this at, yesterday. I'm looking at the website. It's not there. Okay. Anyways, well, they took it off since yesterday. We have the same top three as we've had, I think, since the beginning of the season. Uh huh. Uh huh. Number one, <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah. 
They looked really strong last, who uh, last week. Is actually mm-hmm. this is different after the uh, well, I came and looked at this on the other day when it when it came out, and they were projected to only win nine games. But also this the math doesn't work that they're gonna win ten point oh games but lose two point seven. Listen. That, wait, <laughs> that, that doesn't add up to 12. Well, it doesn't have to make... It none of them add up to... None of them add up to 12, yeah. They did the yeah. other day when I was looking at it. That doesn't make well, sense. Well, they don't know. Anyways, they're projected to go 10-2. and two. Uh, Georgia projected to go 11-1, and one, which I'm curious who the projected losses to. Alabama, of course, number one team. They don't play them. I think you uh, could also round both of these up. They will pay, play them in the... They don't, but they don't do it that way. They well, just do how they tw- get more than twelve. I don't otherwise. Only Georgia does. No one else does. <laughs> well, these are essentially thirteen. USC games. is USC is almost thirteen games. Uh, four states almost thirteen games. Georgia's almost thirteen games. Yep. I think they're including that stuff. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Alabama's one, so it's a great poll. Uh, Listen, seriously, does anyone have a better loss than Alabama? That's true. They have <laughs> the, number the best quality loss in the nation. Best quality yeah. loss, yeah. Um, High State's two. Georgia's three. USC's four. Florida State's five. Texas is six, uh, who yep. is up three spots. Penn State's seven, down three spots. Oklahoma at eight. Notre Dame down three spots at nine. And Michigan down three spots at ten. Actually, LSU has a better loss. Why is LSU not higher? That's true. LSU should be one. Alabama, two. Uh, LSU is 13th in this. Um, Let's see for funsies. Remember, I think last week this had Colorado as the worst P5 team. Let's see what's going on with Colorado today. Colorado, all the way up to 58th. Projected to go 6, 6, and 6. Wait, six, six, and six? Six so and six. Six wins, six losses, yes. six ties? No, six and no. six. Okay. Six, six, six. The devil of the number of the beast. <laughs> uh, Makes sense. So as we do every week, let's guess the lowest ranked Power 5 team. Gotta still be Virginia. They just lost to JMU. Let's see here. Uh, it is, is, it is not... Lost? It is Boston College, Boston College. at 100 yeah. first. Where is Virginia? 97th. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Wow, exactly. Wow. James Madison is 82nd. Looking at this, though, I was noticing that um, Texas Tech is 0-2 and they're ranked 32nd, and... I did not realize Texas Tech has lost both their games. They were like a dark horse to win the Big 12 this year. And I believe... Well, their games have been against the Big 12, so it's okay. And I believe Brett McMurphy uh, had them eighth in his preseason top 25. So. Okay. All righty. Yeah, turns out Brett McMurphy doesn't know what the hell's going on. Okay. That's your FPI. There's your FPI. Um, we do have a quick, uh, the composite analytics poll. We'll just go through that real quick. Nate Manzo posts this on Twitter every week, so um, we won't get into every one of them. He averages out uh, six of them. Uh, FPI is one of them, SP+, FEI, and a couple others. So Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama <laughs> still being uh, 
uh, still in the top three, according to everybody else, I guess. the Whatever. Michigan. They're number one SP Plus also, aren't they? Looks like it. Uh, looks like it. Yeah, 32. It's a great <laughs> great metrics. Um, and then like you... Number one in FEI. Looks like they're... Number one in K-Ford. Looks like... That's it. That's it. So, Alabama 3. They're number one in a lot of them. Michigan, Florida State, Tennessee, Texas, USC, Penn State, and Notre Dame. Um, okay. Yeah, not not to harp on it too much. I know that most of these uh, still include preseason rankings for a large portion of their stuff, and every but, week through the first okay, four games, they here's they the thing, reduce though. that percentage. Their but, preseason yes. rankings that their metrics made. The I think that the, the actual polls are not factored in here, are they? No. The okay. Then. So they look at I think returning production and the uh, the athletes that were there and so or that, that had come returning in returning production and they included Alabama's one as a big piece of return production. They don't know what the hell <laughs> their metrics doing. They lost everything. Well, I think that they also look at the. Um, I'm assuming that they that they look at last year's stats and assume there's going to be some level of carryover. I don't I don't know I don't know the formulas. Most of them at least publish something about how they calculate things. I know FEI is pretty open about how they do this, Brian Fremo, which is why I've kind of come to reference that one more. Whereas uh, nobody has any idea how FPI is done. SP Plus, Bill Connolly puts out a lot more information, but most of it's paywalled at this point due to his employer. But yeah, anyway. All right, let's move on. We have actual football things to talk about. Uh, Mel Tunker in the news for a second week in a row, this time worse than last week, uh, if you can believe that. Last week's in a uh, clearly concussed uh, player back in the game. This week, uh, I don't know. Who thought that would be the least of his worries? <laughs> yeah. So he has been suspended without pay for, by Michigan State, a Title IX investigation or like a suit or something of the sort was filed by Brenda Tracy, who was, uh, who goes around the country speaking largely to college athletes about the, uh, importance of consent, what they are and allow are and are, or not allowed to do easy for me to say. Um, and about these sort of things because she's a sexual assault survivor. I believe that, um, that that was covered up back in the day. Um, by that university and a lot of that has spurred her work since then that being said she spoke there once or twice to the athletes mel tucker uh, developed some kind of a relationship with her that he thought was appropriate to the point where he could um well i he he masturbated while he was on the phone with her and uh she did louis ck yeah, she did not. Uh, she was not okay with this, and filed this suit. And it appears that the university is in the process of getting rid of him. I guess the question will be whether they have to pay none of his buyout, some of his buyout, or all of it. So uh, it doesn't appear that he's going to be coaching there in the future. Is what it looks like to me. But uh, yeah. the other thing is. That there apparently there is I didn't know this I didn't know this started this year or last year but if your head coach is fired midseason you can just transfer right away yeah you have thirty days to transfer I think so yeah so if he gets Do they have anyone willing like I'm sure they worthy? have someone 
Well, I was going to say it's going to be hard to find schools with roster spots open, but yeah. There might be a few spots around the country. I'm assuming most pla- most places want to go into the season with 85 scholarship athletes, so yeah. So it'll yeah. be interesting what happens there with with that whole thing. Um Well, you know what? Nebraska might have a spot cuz of Eric Gilbert. I don't know if he's still there or not. It's true. Yeah. Bad situation anyway. all around. I'll be curious how this uh, all shakes out. And uh, also, uh, back at Michigan <laughs> State is Mark Dan How this Cunio. all shakes out, huh? Hmm? You took it there, Too not soon. Me. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. But Major. Mark D'Antonio is back at Michigan State to help coach. Here he comes to help save the day. The yep. All right. Uh, that, that should be interesting, uh, considering that he got them in some of the problems with the roster that that they're still kind of working through it seems like and he's got to come in and be interim coach anyway let's talk about last week's games thursday uh i don't know it, it, it was a game murray state was at louisville they won 56 nothing friday we had illinois at kansas who if i remember right was running away with this game kansas was favored by three they end up winning 34-23. Illinois kind of had a bit of a comeback, but fell short. Uh, Saturday, Ball State was at Georgia. Favored by 42. They won 45-3, so um, good job, Vegas. Although, I can't remember if you hit it on the nose. Does that count? Uh, it pushes. It's a push? Uh, yeah. uh, okay. That means you just get your money back, I guess. Yes, you yeah. get your bet back. That's it. All right, well, you got your money back then. It's too many points for me to ever... Uh, I, I would bet Andrew's money on that, and he's got a gambling problem. So, uh, James Madison, fair by seven at Virginia, and James Madison won uh, 36-35. Virginia did cover. They did cover. Can you imagine hosting James Madison and, and them being favored by seven, though? That's that's embarrassing. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't speaking Virginia of Virginia beat uh, Clemson like two years ago, or did they beat Florida State? Who'd they beat? They beat someone big in the ACC. They haven't beat Clemson in a long time. Who'd they beat? They beat a good team in uh, a couple years ago. They have beaten. I mean, Florida State hasn't been good. I mean, this is not counting this year. They haven't been good in a while. But who did they? Yeah, I was gonna say maybe maybe define good in Florida State the last few years. I'm going to find it. They're at least a bigger program. I would say that they had been not living up to those expectations for a while. But I remember they almost beat Notre Dame like six. Or yeah, who was like? Remember they cut to that guy and he like collapses like over the wall because they lost at the last yeah, second. Yeah. Was that Notre Dame? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they beat UNC in twenty twenty. I don't know if I would count that, but okay. They beat right. Virginia Tech. Nope, not counting that. Okay. Although when they beat Virginia Tech, that was like the first time in like eight years they beat Virginia Tech. They so. beat Miami. Nope. Dang. Miami. We're running. We're running out of. Okay. Well, there aren't none of those teams are good. Anyway. They beat nobody. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the next game then. Moving on. Speaking of beating nobody, Nebraska was at Colorado. Colorado mm-hmm. was favored by three and a half, and they won thirty-six to fourteen. Um. Yeah, Nebraska. That game I, was like seven-seven at halftime, and then Colorado just like went off all of a sudden. Yeah, um, 
I don't think that this is going to continue for that much longer because they've got Oregon uh, and USC coming up in a couple weeks, but uh, it's been an interesting ride so far. For Coach Prime's got something. He's got something cooking. Yeah. He's got something cooking. Yeah. I used uh, to have his cleats back in the day, his baseball cleats, uh, primetime. Do you think he'll stay at Colorado? I mean, Michigan State just opened up. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think that would be intriguing. There's a lot more money in the big. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look at how much money they paid Mel Tucker. So yeah, I don't know. And they might they might be able to get all of it back. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. All right. Anyway. I think well, he has to stay there because his son can't transfer again, right? Without sitting uh, out a year. I, his son can leave after this year, right? Hold up. Wait a second. Wait a second. What if Prime? I mean. What if Prime leaves mid-season? And does that mean that he, that, that he could, no, cause he could, he, the kids could transfer within they have 30 <laughs> days to transfer. He can flip the whole Michigan state yeah. roster to be Colorado. <laughs> yeah. That would be hilarious. Couldn't, All right. or well, does it, does it not count if you step down? I'm, I'm in on that idea. <laughs> I think it's so that stupid. It might work. It might work. <laughs> he idea. just leaves and brings the entire roster with him and he tells Sparty, <laughs> everybody to get the hell out. Yeah. They they just switch rosters because yeah. they gotta go somewhere. They get paid more money. Yeah, oh, he he well what, he gets paid more money. What least. a fucking downgrade going from Boulder to fucking East Lansing. <laughs> it's just Jesus, great. sure. Just misty rain or snow all the time. It's just miserable. To like yep. one of the most right. beautiful landscapes <laughs> to just yep. miserableness. Yep. All right, next game, we had Notre Dame favored by 7.5 at NC State, and Notre Dame won 45-24. Notre Dame's not too bad. I don't want to that game, but I've, I guess they're not doing too I've, bad. I've heard some people theorize that they should be uh, that they should be a top-three team, but I don't know. I haven't watched enough to uh, to say all that. People are saying. Well, people, people are, are saying. saying it. We'll find out in people two weeks. <laughs> sure. Uh Man, I can't wait for the uh, the paper napkin. Uh, Here we go. After Notre Dame meets Ohio it's going to happen too. Oh, I, I thought you meant this next one because that's where we're going. No, Youngstown no. State was at Ohio State. There was no line because FCS or whatever. Um, there was a line. Ohio it was, State. It was forty and a half because I bet on it. Oh, uh. there was not a line <laughs> when I did this last week. But or thirty-five-seven, uh, they won. You uh, got what you deserved, honestly. There's no. How much you did you bet on that? Uh, Five bucks. Like ten. No, just like ten bucks. Not much. No. All right, all right. You got your napkin ready? You ready to go? I, you know what? Here's the deal. Here's okay. the deal. I'm not. I'm not too upset about this. Uh, I. I. Okay. I've. I've come to peace of one. Is Ohio State only had nine possessions in that game? Only three in the second half. So they scored on five of their nine possessions, which isn't terrible. They scored on one of the three in the second half. Um, and there was actually one one got called back that the refs came out today and said, oh yeah, that shouldn't have been a holding call. It wasn't a hold. So it should have been 4-2-7 scoring on two of the three possessions in the second half. Um, I don't I don't know. Um, it, it's still... Uh, I feel like I the ceiling for this team now is 10 wins. Um, I the, the blocking's bad. The hard thing is with the quarterback position is they were... Devin Brown had more snaps than Kyle McCord. McCord threw for like 250 yards in a 70% completion. Um, thankfully today, Day named him the permanent starter, so we don't have to do this fucking experiment anymore of, well, we want to be fair to both quarterbacks when it was clearly evident who the better quarterback was the entire time. So 
I don't know. Defense played well again. They gave up one long play, which is how they got the seven yards. Um, seven points. I don't know. Well, I I, I feel like this team's going to lose to oh, Penn State and Michigan at this point, and Notre Dame's up in the air. Um, it is what it is. I'm just preparing myself for that. Kyle McCord okay. is not. It's hard to go from. We went from Braxton Miller to JT Barrett to Cardale Jones to Haskins to Fields to Stroud. So we had like a really good run of quarterbacks and like McCord's fine. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that is not the standard anymore. So we'll see what he does this week as the full-time starter. I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence in this team right now to be able to get it done versus big teams. That's it. Um... Yeah, I was looking. Who's the? Uh, do I have them on the preview this week? Who? Uh, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. All right. Who passes a lot? They have, I think, the one of the best wide receivers in college football. And yeah. I think they're one of the top ten passing offenses in the nation. And they have the best mascot in college football. Oh, that's probably true too. Yeah. Big red. All right. Next game, we had Utah favored by seven and a half at Baylor, and Utah won twenty to thirteen. So Vegas was close, but uh, not quite. Sorry. Charleston Southern was at Clemson, and Clemson won sixty sixty six to seventeen. You could say sixty suck. That's fine. Sixty suck <laughs> to seventeen. Yes. Um. Yeah. Tom, anything on this one? Well, as you guys know. I no longer watch the football games, but I, I will say this. So I was, uh, well, it's just a fun tidbit, tidbit of information, which I thought was pretty hilarious. So I was at, um, uh, I, I had my, like my kid's birthday party on Saturday afternoon and a buddy of mine was there. That's also a Clemson fan. So he was kind of like watching on his phone and he was like, you know, we, at Clemson scored first. So I was like, they were up seven, nothing. And then, uh, I guess. Then he's like, Oh, Oh my God. Like, you know, Charleston Southern and Clemson are tied seven, seven. And I was like, Okay, because I mean, whatever. Sometimes they they score, it's not a big deal. And then, like right after that, it was like Charleston Southern sub fourteen seven on Clemson, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I was like, let me see like the box score, like the player, the the team stats. And so at the point where Charleston Southern was up fourteen seven, they had one yard of total offense and two touchdowns off of it. So uh, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, oh, eventually, Clemson came back, obviously, and, and won. But I mean, there there's just yeah, there's a lot of problems. Yeah. And Dabo. Old Dabo. Dabo. Dabo went on his little rant today. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to run the program the way he wants to, which means he's going to torpedo it. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. That's his prerogative. Oh, boy. Is it? I mean. I mean, it is until he, someone fires him. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys got boosters. You got an AD. So, I mean, I guess if they don't like it, they, they could you, fire him, but they're not going you, to. Do you see a scenario this year where Dabo could get fired this year? No. Okay. I, he got a contract <laughs> extension like I don't know a couple years ago. He's his buyout's like ninety million or something stupid. Um, and we don't make SEC or big money, right? We don't have those big TV contracts, um, and we don't have a huge alumni base. So I don't think there's. I just don't think there's a way they could afford it, <clears throat> even if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be here for a while, um, and especially like if you want to leave, like find a way out of the conference, you can't afford both those things. Well, also, I don't think anyone's going to want us if, if he keeps if he continues to keep uh, doing the things he's doing. So I don't know. You're going to take Venables oh, back as a defensive coordinator? No, I'd like as to. your head coach. Oh, 
I don't. I don't. I mean, he'd probably be fine. I don't know. Can't be any worse than what's going on right now. Is is Oklahoma one and one? I don't have any idea. What about Billy Napier? Would you take him back? No. What about Tony Elliott? Fired him the first time. No. All right. Who would I take? Who would you take back? I don't know who I. I wouldn't take anyone. Dabo's coaching tree is not very good. (laughs) I will say this: (laughs) if they want, if they want, I think Venables is good. Okay, Venables. Who you got? Chad Morris. Jeff. Well, hold on. Jeff Scott. Does he? Does he get to claim uh, Garrett Riley after this year? Sure. Probably not, okay. but maybe. I would actually say I, if they want to promote Riley, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because Riley would actually be running his own system. Uh, well, probably. also, I think the offense is probably not bad. Um, I... So, you know, um, Charleston Southern's second touchdown was like a um, a pick six. But um, I saw, you know, people were like analyzing the film on, on Twitter. And there was like a picture of that play, like from like the sky view. And like <laughs> he threw a pick. But like the like there was like a still shot of like every single receiver on the field wide open. So like if he had just looked to someone, he could have made a completion. Um, so. Riley's doing his job and like scheming people open. It's just I, I don't know if if Club Nick's the guy. Um, yeah, he doesn't look so. like the guy. No, not currently. But I think I think the scheme works, um, which shouldn't be super surprising. It worked. I mean, last place he was, but I, I would I think that you guys probably have better athletes than uh, TCU had. Well, except for a receiver. We certainly do not have. Yeah, we certainly do not have better wide because they had uh, Quentin uh, Johnson. And I guess I could even argue that maybe we don't have a better quarterback. And also, I might argue that we don't have a better offensive line. So, I don't know. Maybe all across the board, of course. <laughs> okay, well, we might not have better defense backs. Okay, we might not have better linebacks. Okay, we might not have better defense okay, backs. May, may, maybe have, maybe we have a worse head coach. Have, I will say we probably have better running backs. That's probably about it. Okay, may, maybe we have a worse uh, head coach. Okay, maybe we have a worse defensive coordinator. <laughs> Well, it's, it's tough when you start going down the list. And you're like, oh, maybe we are bad. <laughs> are we the baddies? Oh, no. <laughs> are we the oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of baddies, um, El Asico, Iowa, was favored by four at Iowa State, and uh, Vegas nailed it. They won 20 to 13. They still have not hit 25 points per game yet. Oh, boy. Uh, 24. They've only had two before. opportunities. Yeah, 24 the week before and 20 this week, which means they're probably, uh, I think that's fine with Kirk Ferentz. He knows he's going to pile up the score on like Northwestern or somebody like that. But yeah. can they? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, piling up the score is probably like 32 points. I mean, they played um, Utah State and they couldn't pile up the score. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't give a shit. That Maybe was the just... first game of the season. It's Hey, you, know, you never improve as much as you do from week one to week two, oh, which is why they scored less right. points this week. Boy. Well, so. it was a better team, I assume. Was I it? I don't know if Iowa State's any good. Was it? Know. We'll find out. Sorry, Carl. Um, Ole Miss <laughs> was favored by seven and a half at Tulane. They won 37 to 20. Texas A&M. Oh, boy. They were favored by four at Miami. Um, you fools, Vegas. Uh, Miami won 48-33. The U is back. Bad, the U is back. Bad out of Are conference they? slate for the Are SEC. They? Well, SEC struggled I mean, out of conference. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, your top yeah. teams, your top, your top and top mid tier teams have all lost except for Georgia. Because oh, we haven't played anybody out of conference yet, or just anybody um, in general. Sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, you've had who else has lost out of conference? LSU you've had, lost. LSU lost. Yeah, Texas A and M lost. Bama lost. Those those are. Those are arguably Carolina lost. three of your top three there. of your top four teams in the SEC have lost out of conference. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think Florida that the, the gap between one and the rest of it's probably like one, and then like a cluster yeah. of like LSU, Alabama, and but we have always Tennessee. Me, the, an- but, the analytics are telling me that one and two are pretty close. But we've always been told it's the depth of the <laughs> SEC that makes them so good, when in fact there is no depth right now. Well, I don't think that there is any depth right now because uh, yeah, Alabama is clearly. We'll, we'll get to that game here in a second. I think they clearly have some uh, some issues there. So, um, anyway, yes, A and M lost. Uh, he would have known that they would have uh, uh, some issues with Tom that knew. team. Yeah, I'm new. Uh, yeah, I think I knew. Nope. We, uh, you did not. You did not know. Oh, <laughs> oops. Um, well, I mean, there was, these were both programs that we were trying to figure out if they had actually uh, fixed their issues. So it was probably a coin flip. But anyway, App State was at UNC. UNC was favored by 18. They did not win by 18. They won 40 to 34. In overtime. In overtime. Uh, could have gone App State's way. Obviously. Yep. So anyway, double overtime, right? <laughs> uh, maybe I can't. Remember. I believe that Mac Brown said that he does. He never wants to play Upstate again after that game. So um, that's what you get when you schedule Upstate. I don't know why the North Carolina teams have so much trouble with Upstate. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, I think it's because the UN, the North Carolina teams are pretty uh, mediocre most of the time. So that might be true. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati is a pit. Sorry, Upstate. Going back to that, the uh, I think that Upstate is kind of like the who's the team from the Pacific Northwest? Is it North Dakota State? That everybody else, no Eastern that's Washington. Definitely not the Pacific Northwest. Sorry, Eastern Washington. <laughs> hey, who's that team from the Pacific Northwest? Is it Shut North up. Dakota? I just knew North <laughs> was in the name. Pacific Northwest, Midwest. It's you know sure. Um, but isn't it Eastern Washington that everybody in the Pac-12 schedules, and then they yes. ended up you don't coming in there Washington. and they end up coming in there and dumpstering you most of the time, unless you're, I mean, like maybe USC or somebody, possibly Oregon. Anyways, um, App State is that team for most of the ACC. I feel like Cincinnati uh, was it Pitt who was favored by seven and a half. Cincinnati won twenty-seven twenty-one. Good job. UCF favored by three and a half at Boise State. UCF won 18-16. Wisconsin was favored by six at Wazoo. Ugh. Ugh. Wazoo won 31-22. Wolf for Wisconsin. Oops. Yeah. Uh, Auburn was favored by seven at Cal, and they didn't cover, but they won 14-10. And moving to the, the big one, the game of the week, uh, Texas at Alabama was favored by seven. Uh, they uh, Texas won outright thirty four to twenty four. So, what do we have on this one? That was a fun game to watch. It was really fun. As uh, a yeah, Texas wasn't really 
Texas wasn't really safe until what five minutes left in the fourth yeah. quarter. So yeah, it was. And it just, it, a lot of fun it just felt like, oh, here comes like, okay, well, they got the lead, they got the momentum, and then Alabama would just creep back. You're like, well, here comes classic Alabama, just you know, yeah. nail their yeah. play like shit, and then all of a sudden just turn it on. I will say that uh, the, I mean, obviously the the quarterbacks kind of told the the tale of the the game there. Um, Quinn Ewers. Um, 349 passing yards, uh, three TDs, zero interceptions. Jalen, Jalen Milrow, 255 yards, two TDs and two interceptions. So the interceptions being key there. Interceptions. Bad. They were not good. One of them throws into double coverage. The guy just, he was, he was just fading over that way and just ran right in front of the ball. Like, I don't know how he didn't see him. I mean, I guess tunnel vision, obviously, but uh, I, he was right there. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what what he was what he was doing there, honestly. But uh, obviously, I think he. I'm assuming he wasn't reading the coverage correctly and didn't notice that there would be another safety back for help there. So he he didn't read the defense correctly in that situation, and then obviously didn't just didn't see where that player was. Ugh, the second uh, one was terrible. I was trying to remember the second one. The I second one was that the one. dudes in the dudes in the flat, and he just throws it right to him. <laughs> That might be the one I'm talking about. It was yeah. the one they almost took back for a touchdown. We yes. also had like that's the one. Yes, Milrow. We also also had Milrow just like running right into. Sin, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he got. Times. He was getting. He got. He was getting some pressure, and I, I can't remember if the happy feet started before or after the pressure. But it seemed like he was just, like he was just pulling no, that, I, I, uh, pulling out of the pocket as I, soon as he could. Yeah, I get it. But sometimes he would just walk right into the lineman. And it was. Milro Mil- looked like someone playing Madden. They get the ball, and just immediately sprint to the sideline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of Vic without. Without being good. Um, yeah. Like, his offensive line didn't give him help, but he was not helping his offensive line at all. He would bail before yeah. there would be any breakdown at all on the line. They had they had that touchdown that they had to call back because there was an <laughs> yeah, offensive lineman like, downfield. He was, like, but nine yards well, downfield. He, but he he tucked the ball. What do you think he's going to do if you're an offensive lineman, right? Like, yeah. he, like, he tucked it, and he ran right to the line and then threw it. And, like, I mean – that's not on the offensive lineman. What he's doing, what he thinks is mm-hmm. is how it's developing. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and it is kind of hard to to block for somebody that, that's doing that every single play. They're they're not staying in the yeah. pocket that you're trying to establish for them. So uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I get getting some happy feet, but also like he he was just out there doing his own thing. It looked like he was just riffing it out there. He's just fuck it, go long, like. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna do this thing. Anyway, he's fast, but like, you gotta. You, he is you gotta, super fast. The the speedness has to be on design run plays and on where the play actually breaks down, not just like, well, I'm just gonna fuck around for a little bit. I appreciate you said speedness. I just wanted yeah, to acknowledge that. The speedness. <laughs> the speedness. Uh, speedness. Uh, I I think he's incredibly fast. Um. He doesn't seem like he's developed yet to, in the passing game and re, like reading defenses and whatnot. Uh, I think the question at this point, and before we go too long in this game, I guess the question is: Do you you keep rolling it with him and hope that you don't play as many people with a defensive line as good as Texas's looked the other day? They probably won't play too many more that good this year until the SEC championship if they get there. Or maybe LSU's defensive line. I, I would assume theirs is always pretty stout. Um, 
Maybe. I, I don't know if you stick with Jalen Milrow, if you go to Tyler Buckner, who was pretty w- underwhelming at Notre Dame and hasn't been able to win the job so far, or if you go to that, um, I think he was a true freshman or a redshirt freshman Simpson. from Georgia. Ty Simpson. Uh, there's another kid on the roster that is the one I'm thinking of. Tyson's uh, a five-star. The one that was making all the, the talk in preseason was that kid from uh, Gainesville, Georgia, like McInerney or something like that. I forget what his name was. Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the defense the defense got shoved around on the defensive line. The DBs for Texas played bad. That was, that was some of the worst secondary play I've seen a Nick Saban team play in a long time. Um, like, the name was Dylan Lonergan. You were close with uh, McInerney. Sure, I, I nailed it. Um, but yeah, they got uh, Tyler Buckner, they got um, Dylan Lonergan, you know, Melrose, Ty Simpson. So those are your your options. I, if it's me, like, I don't know. I saw enough to where, like, you're not going to win the SEC with Jalen Milrow. Um Well, Saban did say I he was going to bench start him right developing. Before, he, before he threw that last touchdown pass. Saban said he was going to bench him after that series. But then he threw that touchdown pass and left him in. He did have, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it was a great throw. Yeah. I was like, yeah, great. But like, he's um, just inconsistent. And like I said, he, he doesn't seem like he can read the, the, uh, but, but to Andrew's point, I mean, even if, even if they find a quarterback, I mean, the defense does not look good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what do you do with that? I don't know. I mean, is Kevin Steele his defensive coordinator or are we surprised? I'm not, but I mean, maybe Saban is. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. How, how did he not like look at his resume? I think that I he looks as. Jobs. I, I feel like Kevin Steele's just the guy that he Saban wanted somebody that would come in, run his system. Isn't is Kevin Steele is not like awful, but he's not a good defensive coordinator either. He's probably competent at best and you hope that with the kind of athletes that Alabama has plus Saban's system that he can be above competent and just not hurt you like like Golding's defenses were that that's what I would think is, is the situation I, I really don't know maybe it was harder to get a younger up-and-coming guy because maybe Saban's age is starting to play into it and people don't want to come work for him at this point because they think he's only got like a couple years left who knows you could be a head coach in waiting. You don't know. Uh, I still out. feel like, man, I feel yeah, like, I feel like, it's worked out. I feel like Sark was doing his best, uh, his best head coach in waiting when he beat them at home. And then in the press conference, he goes in there and he talks about how much he respected Nick Saban and how he wouldn't be where he is without him. All that. I was like, Oh boy, this guy's interviewing for the, for his job at, at Alabama one day. You think he would leave Texas for Alabama? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he won't have to deal with Texas boosters at Alabama. Have to deal with Alabama boosters at Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't uh, want to, and I, I, I say this a lot, but you don't want to be the dude who follows Saban because you're going to be on the world's shortest leash. Like, God, if you lose oh, three games your first season, they may kill you. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's smart, but somebody's got to follow him. If he's, if he, if Sark is smart, if he wouldn't Sark's, take the job. If, Sark, if Sark's winning at Texas, I mean, why would he leave? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Supposedly the the I boosters there Austin's are nightmare. a way better place to live than uh, Tuscaloosa. Also, probably. I, I I mean you know I've never been to Austin. I haven't been to Austin. Tuscaloosa. I have been to. Uh, it's not great. Austin. Yeah, is I've cool. been to Tuscaloosa. 
Um, all right. Next uh, game, our turn of the week. We can't use either of these teams again. We had Vanderbilt at Wake Forest. Wake Forest was favored by 10. They won 36 to 20. Your Pac-12 after dark was a beatdown. Stanford at USC favored by 29 and a half. They won 56 to 10. Oh, my. Yep. Let's talk about this week's games. We got Navy at Memphis on Thursday. Memphis favored by 14 and a half, and that's at 7.30 on ESPN. Your next game is Friday. We got, uh, I mean, there's probably more games. These are, I try to give at least one option on the Thursdays and Fridays, even if they're not good, but these are the best I could find because, you know, it's kind of diary this week anyway. <laughs> that Friday one is really bad. It is bad. Uh, fr- <laughs> very bad. Friday is Virginia at Maryland, who's favored by 14 and a half at seven on FS1. Saturday, we got um, Florida State favored by 25 and a half. And that is at Boston College at noon on ABC. Shouldn't the line be larger for playing the worst P5 team in the country? <laughs> Halfway may get fired this weekend. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it seems like like Andrew's taking Florida State for big money. Ooh, maybe. This weekend. That might be a good pit. 25 seems like a pretty low line that for might be a how good bad Boston College is. Day. I got to make sure it's not going to rain. That really screwed me over at the NFL on Sunday. Yeah, that's fair, actually. I do, I mean, yeah, if, it, if it's going to be good weather, and as long as uh, Florida State's quarterback doesn't come down with some crazy injury during the week, I feel like 28 oh, no, to, to, to 35. Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, oh. Maybe stay away from that one, then. Or put a few bucks on it. Like, all day that's it's supposed to fun. rain. Yeah, that doesn't speak to uh, to throwing the ball a lot and is scoring a lot of points. Is that hurricane hitting up there this weekend? It might be. Shit. All right, anyway, Kansas State. Um, I, I do like watching weather games on TV. Oh, I would hate to is. be there, but that man, hurricane's I love it. Hitting, that hurricane's hitting the Northeast on Saturday. Oh, man. Somebody tell Brian Kelly. Yes. Need to call all the pass plays in the hurricane. Kansas State favored by four and a half at Missouri at noon on SEC Network. Louisville favored by 10 at Indiana at noon on the Big Ten Network. Wee. Uh, can we talk for the podcast audience about how awful the Fox slash Big Ten uh, uh, the score, graphics the score are this year? Yes. The score bug the, is terrible. It's so bad. Is it, is it worse still? I mean, is it worse than ESPN? Yeah, it's, it's the worst oh, yeah. score bug you've ever seen. It looks like a high school uh, scoreboard score bug. It's, I mean, I think that they're trying to be like edgy and like kind of fun and like change it up. So imagine the ones that they use for the NFL, but then they're like, what if we like cartooned it a little bit? What if we made it look like it was on like Nickelodeon and trying to be and like 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 Nickelodeon covering stuff? Yeah, it's like better than ESPN's. I don't know. It's ESPN's just looks normal. And theirs takes up like a significant it's portion huge. of the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting that they're trying something different. That's the best I'll give them, here, but I don't to, like it at all. Uh, I'm going to post Tom for you in the in our little chat here, so you can see it. Okay. Yeah. Let's right. see. See okay. what you think here. Look how big it is. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, I still like that better than than uh, ESPN with the. With the big uh, score score bug, I guess you call it, over the uh, the ticker. It's just, yeah. I don't this know. still has... The, there's no ticker. I think it has a ticker still. Does it? 
I don't see a ticker. I don't remember. Well, that's a picture of a picture, so they might have cut that part off. Also, we don't, Maybe. we don't, we don't need tickers anymore. In oh, it does look right here. Here you go. Here's another. Okay. There you go. Check right. this one out. Okay. It's great. Oof. Uh. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's bad. I still. I don't know. I hate tickers in general. Look, look at the the team name below it. It's like all like looking like XFL or uh-huh. something like that. I don't. It just screams like mid tier like, professional it's, it's sports like, organization. It's like early to mid two thousands WWE Raw yeah. text font. It's not great. All right. Anyway, um, shit. Where were we? That was. Uh, oh, we're still up at the at the top there. I think. All right. <sighs> Which one did I say the last? Oh, yeah, it was Big Ten Network. Okay, yeah. LSU, favored by 10 at Mississippi State at noon on ESPN. Trap game. Do you guys have a hard time saying Mississippi? Like, if you say it fast or you say Mississippi? Mississippi. 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 You can't say it like that. Mississippi. 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 Yeah, but saying Mississippi fast is really hard to do. Mississippi. Yeah, I have to, like, focus. I don't know. All right, anyway. Anyways, trap game. Calling it now. Is it? Yes. Could be. They just lost, man. I was going to say, also, I, I'm not sure trap, trap I'm not game. sure how good LSU is to for it to be considered a trap game. TBD. Trap, trap game. All right. Do they have someone difficult next week? I don't understand. What's the trap? Trap game. It's, All right. All right. <laughs> trap for Andrew's money. <laughs> uh, that might, that might be true. <laughs> it's not like they had... It's not like they played somebody difficult last week and they're playing someone difficult the week after. That's why I don't understand why it's a trap. Yeah. Game. I don't know who they play that's actually difficult this year, other than who they already got beat by. Uh, Penn Shots State. fired at Alabama. Bama. Bama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, TBD on that. We'll see. Uh, we'll see when that game is. Uh, Penn State, uh, February by 14 at uh, Illinois at noon on Fox. I trap. don't think this is going to be pretty, but could Ooh. be. Could be trap. I have a trap. This is a trap game, too. I don't know. Penn State has looked pretty good, unless we think this is going to be a letdown. Who do they play the week after? Iowa. Who do they play Iowa. the week after? Then it's not trap. Iowa might be the trap. That's the trap. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every week is a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. That's <laughs> a trap. All right. Uh, next game. Know. Hopefully not a trap game. That game's close to anyway. 14 points. Call it now. Lock hard it. Okay. Well, you can do that if you want. All right, you, you just jinxed it, and it's not going to be close. All right, South Carolina at Georgia, fair by 27.5 at 3.30 on CBS. Um, I heard this yeah, is the game it, of the week. It, no, it's not. It's not. It was the game of the week. It's not. These games used to be kind of interesting, but uh, we've kind of pulled away, and um, yeah, in South Carolina has not kept up but they Aww. when we were a little closer that they, they were if it was like a 10 point spread i'd be scared to death of this thing like uh, about five or six years ago if it, i was told spencer rattler is like a god one of the most efficient quarterbacks so far this this season somehow how is he actually doing I, I haven't looked it up i thought he was doing all right i thought it was just the rest of the team was pretty bad i mean he, he i i saw it i saw it on the twitters and you know the twitters doesn't lie i think it might have been PM, i never do Game log, 345 yards, 350 yards, three touchdowns, no receptions. He threw no touchdowns. That's not bad. UNC, though. Okay. Yeah. That's not great. What's his, what was his completion percentage? 77%. That's high, man. Yeah, his first game, it was 93%. <laughs> That's why I was saying. I don't That's... think that it's necessarily been him 
as the problem. I think it's been more. Yeah, he's number number three on CFB stats. Well, that's just yards per game. Let's look at rating. That'll tell us something. Thirteen. Uh, here's here. Okay, the running back last week versus UNC had twelve carries for twenty three yards, and Spencer Rattler <laughs> had thirteen carries for negative twenty two yards. Offensive line might be really bad at South Carolina. <clears throat> Probably. Um, holy shit, his completion percentage is 83.3 on the year. Look at this. Q- okay, I don't understand how this. Q- I want to see the QBR calculation because his QBR for going 30 for 39, 350 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, was 46. Drake May, 24 for 32, 270 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, was doubled at 86. Yeah. Listen to this, uh, granted, competition level, but playing Furman, 92.6 completion percentage. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it's probably like playing on seven on sevens against Furman, but whatever. Um, that's not, it's not nothing. So anyway, we'll see what. Anyway, all I'm saying is he's apparently he's been doing all right. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be tough for sledding this week. We've got pretty good secondary. Um, that's true. Yeah. We'll see. Western Kentucky at Ohio State. I think this is a fun game. I think that I think 28 is a little bit too much based on what I've seen out of Ohio State. I think it's like a 21 to 24 point win. But maybe this is Zerner Pickums. I haven't looked yet. It's not. It's not. All right. Um, this is 330 on Fox. 28 is too <laughs> high. Yeah. 20 is too high. All right. Andrew, what, what do you have on this one? I don't know. I, I, let's see what Kyle McCord does. I was the second okay. interview tester the first time this year. They've looked good up until now. Let's see if they keep looking good versus a good passing team. Uh, teams have been limited in Ohio State's possessions, so I think that this is probably a 24 point win. Uh, also, if the game's, a, the game's quick at 4 o'clock, question. So 330. Quick question for Devil's Advocate. If they've been limiting your possessions, does that mean your defense has actually been playing well if they're not getting off the field? Uh, the defense is, I mean, defense has given up 10 points the entire season. I'm saying that they may be allowing teams to drive down the field and then they stop them at the they're end. Not get, but they're getting like they're they're getting like two first downs. They're not. There's the the long plays are gone so far. Okay. I mean, granted, competition, but so far they've limited the explosive yeah. plays that hurt them last year. Okay. Well, yeah, I think we just need more data at this point of the year on everybody, really, for the most part. Uh, unless you're uh, like LSU, Alabama, A&M, something like that. I think we've we've got a decent amount of data at this point to form some form of a conclusion. But anyways, that spread's too high. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think it's a it's like four to seven points too high for me. Tennessee favored by six and a half at Florida at seven on ESPN. Um, this would be contender for game of the week if Florida uh, could get their head out of their ass. Trap game. Um, maybe. I I don't know if Florida is good enough to for it to be a trap game, but well, that's the whole I thing, guess we'll see. You, your trap game is happening against not good teams. Yeah. Wait, but okay. But who's Tennessee play next Tennessee, week? Uh, UTSA. Yeah, all, Duh. Yeah. Okay. They're all bad. <laughs> they, Tennessee will play one they, difficult they game. They play at the SEC East. It's well, bad. <laughs> Well, they play Alabama also, but I mean Tennessee's good, so. Tennessee's uh, Tennessee's pretty good, but yes, other than us, they're not playing anyone like in the SEC. Correct. I think Tennessee's probably like a nine or ten win team again, because they play potentially Tennessee. eleven win, but maybe not. Uh, I'm probably not eleven win. I mean, I don't know that I would really differentiate between the East and the West at this point. 
to be honest, after what I've seen so far. Like, I think that there's probably as many good teams in the East as there are in the West. And there's probably there's probably not anybody as good as Georgia in the West, so I I don't know that yeah, there's the really Yeah, but also league. has, like, Vandy and Mizzou. I don't actually I have no idea if Mizzou's any good this year. But South Carolina. I mean, I think all the really bad teams. Are I mean, they the teams. West has A&M. They're not really bad. They're, yeah, they're pretty Yeah, they're, they're like pretty bad. they're like funny bad. I don't know. You're, you like, can't compare A&M to like Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. That that one that one team, but like the rest of it I would say is is a wash at, at some point. I, I don't know. It, it may not go quite as low, but like the the middle of it is is about the same and the top of it is worse probably is all I'm saying. So I I think it's I think it's really pretty close, but whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. We'll find out more about Florida and Tennessee, I guess, after this weekend. I think Tennessee is going to beat them by uh, by a lot more than that. But I, I agree with that. You should hold oh, that's part of the pickums. All right, all right, fine. Pitt. I'll probably go first. Don't worry. Pitt favored by one at West Virginia at seven thirty on ABC. So, yeah, I think that should be the game of the week, honestly. So the backyard brawl is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah, this one's fun. Um. Fun and like um, just like <laughs> two drunk hillbillies beating the shit out of each other uh, while the couch is burning in the backyard. So should be a great game. Your game of the week, though, um, at some urging, it could have been the Pitt uh, West Virginia game, but some urging from Andrew won this week. Minnesota, wow, North Carolina. To, you wanted to put South Carolina Georgia as the game of the week. No, yes. I brought up multiple you options. Did. You did. I brought up multiple but that options. Shouldn't have been one of, that should not have been one of them. It, it's only because of past histories with oh South Carolina punching above their yeah. weight and doing stuff. I didn't actually push for it. I just said we've got no great you options you this week. And we have, we have three... Point spread game you pushed for. I presented three different options. That was one of them. <sighs> There's been some good games in the past. That's all I was saying. I didn't push for it, though. Game of the week. Minnesota, North Carolina, favored by a 7.5. Uh, this one, what I had was, uh, as of yesterday, it said it was ESPN or ESPN2. But I guess we'll... One of those, I would assume if you've got ESPN, you probably have ESPN2 as well. So it shouldn't be too much of an issue. ESPN2 as well. The sequel. That's right. Who's on... The, oh, there it is. I was like, who's on ABC at, th- at 3.30? <laughs> then I looked right below. <laughs> Um, your turn of the week and we put this here because I don't understand why it is happening Alabama is favored by 32 points at South Florida at 330 on ABC at, you heard that correctly at, at South, Florida. South Florida that is why it is the turn of the week why are y'all maybe, playing at South Florida ever maybe Nick say we want to do some recruiting in South Florida when, I mean it would be convenient like, and by recruiting, yeah. he means looking for houses to retire yeah. to. He doesn't have to look anymore. He's having one built in Florida right now. It's like some like $19 million house. Uh, I saw a fun stat. This is the only, the fourth road game in Nick Saban's Alabama career. Uh, out of conference road game. Yeah, and you're talking about that true sounds... road game, not a neutral site game. Well, the, That sounds very correct. It was Penn State, Duke, Texas and now South Florida. I forgot they did a home and home with Duke. 
South Florida is getting a, an illustrious um, company there, I guess. All right, your Pac-12 after dark game of the week is Colorado State at Colorado. Ooh. It should be pointsy for Colorado anyway. They're favored by 22.5 at 10 on ESPN. So if you want a, a nightcap and watch Prime's team score probably at will, you can watch that game. I probably will not. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, to the pickums. Pickums. All right. Last week, uh, we had Nebraska at Colorado. Uh, I picked Nebraska. That was silly. Bought into the anti-prime hype. Uh, Auburn at Cal. Silly. Did I get this wrong? No, it was a four-point cover, right? Yeah. Auburn at Cal. Auburn was six half-point favorite. We all said they would cover. They did not. They won by four. Uh, Should have known better. Iowa, Iowa. You freeze, let me down. Iowa, Iowa State. Everyone picked Iowa. Great job. Your Lockhart cold pick was over 36 and a half points. I was only two points off from that happening. Ah, uh, it still doesn't uh, count. Sucks. Uh, Texas and Miami. Look at this. Do you see that? He gave it. He gave himself the Lockhart cold pick, even though he got it wrong. Oh yeah. Ah. Wow. Texas State. <laughs> uh, Tom picked Miami to win. He was the only one. And then Texas Bama. We all said Texas would cover. Bama would cover seven points. That was incorrect. Let's bring your last week to. So it happens when we all pick the same thing. Tom three and two. Andy two and three. I went one and four. Vegas two and three. Bringing your current season standings to Andy in last place at four and six. Me in second place at five and five. And Tom and Vegas tied at six and four. I'm doing it. That brings us to this week's games. Minnesota at UNC. UNC is a seven and a half point favorite. Tom, do they cover? Is it at UNC? At UNC. Yes. Andy. <clears throat> I was not paying attention. Uh, uh, does UNC cover seven and a half points over Minnesota? Um. Mm, no. Uh, no, okay. I will say that UNC covers uh, versus Minnesota. They have not looked great this year. And Vegas will say they cover. Tennessee at Florida. Uh, Tennessee uh-huh. is a six half point favorite, which means we'll pick against the spread. Uh, I think. Starting with you. I think. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I think Tennessee wins, but I do not think they cover. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um,. I think their no good, very bad day slash years continues for the Gators. I think Tennessee covers that pretty easily. It's it's at Florida, right? Yes. Yeah. I still think Tennessee covers. Yep. All right. Vegas takes the cover as well. Uh, up next, we have Penn State at Illinois. Yes. <laughs> Penn State is a 14 half point favorite. Tom, do they cover? Yes. Andy. Um, yes. Uh, I'm going to say no. I think it's a 14-point win. Okay. Uh, Vegas says they cover. Up next, a little something different here. We have Western Michigan, Iowa. The over-under is set at 42.5 points. Are you taking over or are you taking under? Well, I got to think about this. I put this on here. I didn't even think about it. Uh, let's see. Iowa. I'm going to do some math. I'm going to say over. I'm going over. Oh, well. Um, are we picking total spread here? Over, under. I was looking at 
42 and a half points over under. Western Michigan at Iowa. <laughs> there was bad games oh, this week. This man. is what you get. Man, is this one of the this ones that we get. think that they can actually score over? Uh, I'm going to say under. Didn't we used to do six games? Anyway, we did. Um, <laughs> we did. I realized it after the first week, but now that's what you get. We're stuck with it. Let, let me let me explain my reasoning real quick. Not that it matters. I actually think Iowa scores over twenty five, but I think that they hold Western Michigan to enough to where it's still under forty two and a half total. I was I, I was gonna say that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I think. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm just assuming Iowa has a good defense because they always have a good right. defense. Right. Exactly. So I, I'm gonna assume Western Michigan scores three, and then Iowa scores like thirty one, and so Correct. it still doesn't matter. So I'm going with under. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. be like thirty one to fourteen or something like that. Thirty one thirteen. I don't think they give up that many to them, but who knows? I could be wrong. Uh, Okay. And we're going to say Vegas is over like it's a yes. And up last, we have University of Washington at Michigan State. University of Washington is a 16-point favorite. (sighs) Oof. Tom, do they Uh, Is D'Antonio coaching this? Wait, wait, wait. What time is the game? Uh, Let me look. I do not know. If it's at noon, it's going to be really easy It is at 5 o'clock Eastern. What's the weather? <laughs> Gray, <laughs> rainy, and windy. It's East Lansing. Yeah, it usually is. I'm. I don't think Michigan State will be good, but they have to play at Michigan State, and it's miserable there. So I'm going to say no. Hold on. I have good news for weather. As of now, uh, mostly cloudy. High of 73, low of 54. Okay. The rain is Sunday, apparently. Um, I, I still think it's no. Do they cover? Um, uh, man, I, with that coaching turmoil, I, I don't know that they... Um, the question is whether they rally around D'Antonio or whoever's actually going to be coaching. I know. Is he actually head coaching or is no, he just like he coming back? No, he's an assistant. The, okay, he's an assistant. Uh, who did they... I want to say it was like a DC or somebody, but I can't remember. Yes. Um, I don't remember who it was. All right. Um, I don't know that it really matters that much. Oh, I don't know. Uh, that they... Secondary coach Harlan Barnett. No idea. You could have just randomly generated those names. I have no idea who that is. So um, I'm going to say uh, that's a lot of points, but. With everything that's going on, I feel like UW actually does cover that. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. has been on a tear this year. He has eight touchdowns. He is going to absolutely torch Michigan State. They cover easily. Or yeah. Vegas okay. says yes. Yeah. There's your pickums. We made it through another week. Wow. We didn't do the Lockhart Cole pick. I, nothing. I, nothing compelled me. I thought you had to pick something. Is there? Is this just has to I, be organic? I don't. It has to be organic. I have to feel like okay. there's something compelling me to do it. I didn't feel good about anything. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um. All right. So, what questions do we have? Uh, uh, an Illinois fan asks, is the big, the most shameful conference in college sports? Yes. Congrats. You guys out shamed <laughs> the SEC. We finally won something. You did Yay. it. Yay. 
And the nice Internet. thing is every team's involved. <laughs> every team did it instead of just Ohio State carrying the load like when they have to win actual titles. Uh, a Rutger fan asks, what are our thoughts on Rutger going 2-0 so far this season? Who have they played? I mean, good for them. Uh, they played. They played Northwestern, Northwestern and I don't know Temple. Who, I don't know who played. played them. Ah. Okay. They got. I mean, they got good for them. They got Vatek this week, and then they got Michigan the week after. What's Thank the spread on that? What's that? What's that Vatek spread? Um, Vatek is really bad. They I, are. That's why Rutgers I'm... has to be favored, I would think. I'm trying to find it. Wait, I, I don't I see it. any spread on Vegas Insider right now. It is. Maybe they don't want uh, Currently, Rutger, Rutger is seven-point favorite. Wow. That's a lot of points. Okay. Should have had that on there, man. Yeah. Should have. Could have made her a Rutger fan. Every, every time I see Rutger Stadium, I laugh because it's just SHI Stadium, and I'm like, so close. So close to just being a shit stadium. Wow, you're you're gonna call him out now. They're they're gonna be after us. <laughs> He's just mad. Yeah, hates him. All right, any other questions? Um, bu- 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 we got another uh, question from the same Rutger fan. If you want to say that one, no. no. Okay. Uh, a Penn State fan asked, "How many less points will Ohio State score this week due to the new clock rule? Probably about twenty-eight less points." <laughs> uh, it sucks that it's only hurting you guys though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I wish you guys would like yeah figure that out. Yeah. Uh, it's not hurting us so far. <clears throat> An Illinois fan out. So uh, do I want to read this one because then I gotta get background. And what was the? Oh, hold on, let Someone me look at it. Someone might hear and fix it about the concession. I mean, Someone might hear oh. and fix it. <laughs> <laughs> they so won't anyway. hear. So, anyways, I went to the high stakes. Just this change weekend. it to a hypothetical. Okay, never mind. It's I went to not the high- hypothetical I anymore. I, I didn't. I didn't steal anything. I tried to legally pay for <laughs> things. So I went to the high stake game this weekend, and they have new technology to uh, get your beer. So like before, they would have like you know a line of coolers, and you'd pick a beer out, and then you go wait in line to check out, and you know it was a whole thing. This time though, they had a you wait in line, you showed someone your ID, and then there was like these gates. And then you put your credit card in and the gates would open and you would go into like this area with coolers with like pop and beer and pop. Uh, pop. chips and peanuts and like little snacks. And you would just grab whatever you wanted and then you would just leave. You didn't it's like scan the anything. Stores. Yeah, you didn't scan anything. You didn't like tell someone you didn't put your credit card back in and be like, I'm leaving. There was the only way to tell, and I like was talking to the person like I was working. There's like cameras all over the ceiling that follow you. So, anyways, I went down there three separate times, me and a buddy, and we bought six beers or attempted to buy six beers. We put our credit cards in there, and we have not been charged for any of them as of yet. <laughs> uh, all right. I did ask them because maybe it takes a long time to process. You they go back to home base. they limit them to uh, you get two beers per ID, which is pretty standard sporting events. So I said, well, I'm with him, but I was going to buy like all four beers because we were taking some back to our seats. And I said, well, we have two IDs, but I'm going to pay for them. She goes, oh, it's fine. Just go in together. So I have no idea that how would they know that he was like associated with me because he carried two beers out and I carried two beers out. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. So pro tip, I guess just I'm going to keep going to that thing every game until it charges me. There you go. 
But anyways, the Illinois fan asks, do you believe it's morally correct to pay for all of your concessions at a football game? Uh, I tried to pay for them. They didn't want to take my money. They said your money's no good here. If you make a, a legit attempt, then yeah, I don't think it's on you. I put my credit card in the thing. I followed the rules. Yep. Mm. Uh, a Texas fan asks, if Colorado's coached by primetime, why are all their games at noon? Well, the game's at 10 this weekend. It's 8 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, it'll be 8 o'clock mountain time this weekend, so it is prime time. There you go. Ah. Lawyered. Did it. Or something like that. All right. Uh, All right, those are your questions. That's all your questions. We have no emails. Send us your emails to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. We're still waiting on an update on the assembly line and how that's going, but I don't know if the if COVID vaccines still need to be produced. I guess it is kind of coming back a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, it is. We, we need a, a booster. Yeah. Huh? I heard they disapproved the new one. Get to work. Get yeah. to work. Don't tell me. It's not my, I'm not the one working. I'm the lime. <laughs> <laughs> I am the line. <laughs> I'm the law. All right. Um, all right. I guess that's it. So uh, send us emails to uh, podcast at academically and tune in next week. Uh, these guys. Uh, oh, boy. I will not be here. I ain't going to be here. Just like Magic when he was oh. like, I ain't going to be here. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Are we going to do this without him? I guess yes. This yes, tune you are. In. Tune in next week to find out. And if you don't find a new episode, it means we didn't do it. <laughs> Andy will scold us, but I still think I'll be happier that way. You probably will be. I will scold you. All right. We'll get, tune we'll in get next a week guest. for these guys. We'll get Phil from Muggalugga or whoever called in earlier. <laughs> Muggalugga. From Mulga. It's Mulga. All right. Tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast from these guys. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.